This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday, 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. I'm very pleased to welcome to the studio now Andrew Wilkinson, leader of the BC Liberal Party. He's the leader of the official opposition in the legislature. Thank you very much for coming in. Thanks for having me, Mike. Okay, let's talk about the uh, the throne speech yesterday and the the turmoil that we saw around the building with the protest. What was it like for you yesterday getting into the building here yesterday? Well, I came in about quarter to eight, so they had the usual camp on the front steps. And in my world, that's legitimate democratic protest. They'd put up a kind of a big tent, been there for about five days. They had a whole bunch of people sleeping on the stairs on the front of the building. That's what about fine. that fire? You thought that fire was okay? It smelled like smoke in the building. I was just about to say, the fire is kind of on the edge. I mean, they <laughs> lit a fire on the stairs, the smoke was going in the building. You got to think that's kind of crossing the line, but yeah. not too exciting. But when they brought in a whole flock of a couple of hundred students, the students were pretty courteous. You know, they were shouting shame at everybody who walked by, but that's what you do when you're 19. And sadly, what happened was the real agitators hid amongst the students. And the agitators were the aggressive ones, the ones spitting and swearing. I saw from my own window the ushers here who are commissioners. They're in their 70s. They were being screamed at and spat at as they walked away from the building. I mean, these people do this kind of as a retirement thing. It's not their job to take abuse. Did any of your people get roughed up, any of the staff or MLAs or anything? Or I met with one staffer who twisted her ankle when she was pushed over on her way into the building. Wow. And you can see a criminal investigation. How do you proceed when you've got a milling crowd of 75 people and one of them pushed somebody? You know, How do you investigate and prosecute that? What do you and they think- know what they're doing. This is all planned. What do you think about the way this was handled around the building? Do you think it was mishandled or could have been done better? Well, you know, it's tough being in the policing business these days because everybody's got a video camera pointed at you. So I think the police did what they could. I think there could have been some better advance planning to make sure that there was a clear corridor for people to get in safely. But, you know, we've got to remember where the focus of the democratic process, so it's legit to come and protest here. I welcome people to camp on the front lawn and make their views known and put up a sign. That's what we're here for. What's not okay is blocking the biggest ambulance corridor in Western Canada in front of Western Canada's busiest hospital when people are coming in by ambulance and having to be escorted by police motorcycles because they've put a fire in the middle of Cambian Broadway. The answer is no. Clear it out. I'm looking on Twitter at some of the tweets from uh, some of your liberal MLAs on on this matter yesterday. Jazz Johal, in particular, very critical uh, of the government and the way this was handled. So Jazz Johal writes, we all have a right to protest. That That does not mean threats bullying or assault which is effectively what you just said but then he goes on by staying silent horgan eby and farnworth emboldened this type of behavior this is just disgusting do you agree with your mla here that somehow john horgan or his cabinet ministers are responsible for this mayhem here this goes back a long way you know 
We had Jennifer Rice, who's the MLA for the Prince Rupert area, saying that our legal system's a colonial construct designed to oppress people. I mean, grow up. You're an elected member of the legislature. You're here to make laws. The laws of the land get enforced by the courts, Jennifer. You either want this job or you don't. So make up your mind which side of the fence you're on. Yeah, but is it really their fault? You know, is it really Horgan's fault? And then we have their cabinet minister going and making friends with them last year as they're in the midst of causing all this obstruction. And then down here, we have John Horgan reluctantly coming out a month ago and saying, well, gosh, golly, there's a court injunction, got to have the rule of law. And then he disappears. Yesterday, he ran away from the media, didn't want to answer questions in the midst of all this. Where is this guy? Supposedly, he's coming out at noon because he realizes he's been humiliated. He's got to show some strength here and show that you cannot go and set up a fire in the middle of Camby and Broadway for 18 hours. That is yeah, not but what, acceptable. Yeah, what is he supposed to do about that? Is he supposed to go down to Camby and Broadway himself and dump the put the fire out? I mean, no, you know, that's a municipal policing obligation. Well, but he's not in charge of telling the police what to Correct. do. The police are independent. Correct. But if you have a premier who's responsible for the rule of law in this province, giving the soft pedal and saying, "Gee whiz, don't want to hurt anybody's feelings," that creates the opportunity for people to do stupid things. Let me play a clip here for you in from Mike Farnworth, the Solicitor General, who reacted to some of the liberal criticism uh, of the government on this protest yesterday. So here is Farnworth from yesterday. The, the, uh, the PC Liberals uh, would try and somehow say that these protests are uh, government's responsibility, uh, to me, illustrates just how out of touch uh, and how irrelevant they have become in this province. Uh, the fact that on any other issue that people in this province care about, whether it's ICBC, whether it's housing, whether it's affordability, um, whether it is money laundering, they have nothing substantive to offer because they are responsible for all of those things, but they would try and somehow take an issue of this seriousness and of this nature and play petty uh, political games about is absolutely reprehensible and shows just how irrelevant they are in the political debate of this province right now. Okay, so reacting angrily to some of the criticism directed at the government yesterday. Your thoughts? Well, that's the worst possible defense for doing nothing. Mike Farnworth and John Horgan are saying, gee whiz, this is all out of control, and we got to blame it on the liberals because, gee, they were in office 16 years ago. I mean, grow up. Well, you guys, are trying, either, to, you guys are trying to blame it on them. Like, they're I, I, either how in charge or they're not, Mike. But how can, you blame it? Have, how can you blame it on the government for some mob of people shows up here no, 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 and no. is spitting on people and, and, and pushing people and acting like total jerks in, in a lot of cases? How is that Horgan's fault? Get out there and say this is not acceptable. That's he what the public response. When did he say that? Yesterday. He said nothing yesterday. Right. So when's the person in Coquitlam driving the bus to get to UBC going to hear from this government that they want this stuff to stop and they respect the rule of law and there'll be enforcement of the law? When well, are they going to hear that? Well, what are they? So you just want them to make a public statement. I want them to make uh, a public like statement. Like he's already said public statements that he's condemning these type of these this type of stuff. When? When do you say that? He said last, just the other day, earlier this week, that not, people, not about people have, the, people nothing. have the, no, he did not respond yesterday. I'll grant you that. And the media traced him down the hallway and he ran away, yeah. right? He looked a little glum. He I'll, ran I'll, away from you, Mike. Although, let me, let me ask, let me put it, this to you. I think that these protests in a lot of ways are good for Horgan, whether he looked glum or not or ran away from the cameras yesterday or not. Because I think that this is a popular pipeline project. I know you support it too, but so does the government. I think the public generally broadly supports the project. A lot of First Nations and Indigenous people support this pipeline project, despite you, despite what you hear. 
And I think Horgan's on the right side of public opinion on this. And when you have a mob like this shows up at the legislature, I think in some ways it makes them look good. It makes them look like a moderate. The traditional rap on the NDP is they're bad for the economy. They're against big resource development projects. Here's one that he's in favor of. Here's this mob that's against it. I think he's on the right side of public opinion on it. Maybe in the long run, but where is he yesterday, today, tomorrow saying, A, I support this pipeline? B, court orders have to be enforced. C, the the efforts here yesterday were wrong. Where has he been on that? When's he ever come out and said those three things together? Okay, let me ask you about some of the other things that Farnworth just brought up in that clip. You bet. So he, he transitioned it and said... You know, the liberals, it's all our fault. Yeah, the liberals are responsible for money laundering, the ICBC dumpster fire, uh, the affordability crisis we've seen in real estate and elsewhere. So that guy's the traditional kind of tactic, I guess, to dump it back on you guys. But do, what is your sense of that? Or and how can you how can you start to sort of overcome that kind of baggage? Because sometimes I talk to people who think that, you know, I, I'm not so, super thrilled about this NDP government, but maybe the liberals still need some more time in the penalty box here. Well, this. you know, we're having a wholesale renewal with new candidates all over the place. We had five retirements so far. There are more to come. We got new candidates in uh, Maple Ridge Pit Meadows and in Abbotsford South. There's another one coming in Port Moody Coquitlam. A lot of renewal going on. That's number one. Number two, David Eby decides to trot out yesterday that there's been a conviction for money laundering in Las Vegas. Well, whoop de do. What's he done about prosecuting anybody? Absolutely zero. There are no prosecutions underway in British Columbia for money laundering. This is the guy who has all their names, addresses, and phone numbers from all the houses he said are unlawfully owned. All the guys who came in with the bags of money and registered their driver's license with BCLC. Prosecute them, David. They did it in Las Vegas. What's wrong with you? Okay. It's the Liberals' fault that David Eby doesn't nothing. Okay, let me ask you about, you just mentioned some of the new candidates that you've got coming you up for the Liberals. So you guys are in kind of pre-election mode, You bet. right? Even though the next scheduled election is not until well over a year from now, October 2021. Do you still anticipate or you're getting ready just in case there's a snap election early? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's an unstable situation here. We've got 42 seats. They've got 41. The Greens have two, so that's 43 to 42. Andrew Weaver's uh, resigned from the Green Party. is sitting as an independent. I gather his family has some health issues, and legitimately he may be saying he's had enough of this. So we got to be ready anytime. And we right. will be ready, and we're going to have a whole slate of nominations this year to make sure we're ready. What about some of the uh, the older kind of MLAs who've been around for a long time, who may be, in the public's mind, emblematic of kind of the, the bad old days of the government when the liberals started to get unpopular? And I'm talking specifically about people like Rich Coleman, Mike DeYoung, Shirley Bond. Would you like, I, I don't expect you to kind of criticize your own people, but would you like to see some renewal and have these have these people step aside. I think they've passed their best before date, haven't they? Well, I said earlier, we've had five people announced they're not running in the last six months. There are more to come. And yeah, so, but what, you, what about those three MLAs I well, just mentioned? Well, I work with them, discuss their future on a regular basis. Each year I sit down with their MLAs and say, they all running again? Is there an, if there's an election this year, are you running again? I haven't had those conversations yet. So that will okay. be coming up in the near future. And some of the folks you've mentioned may come to their own conclusions. Okay. But one step at a time. You know, there's a lot of renewal going on. We've got a lot of interesting ideas. I'm an entirely new leader here. We're going to have a very strong environmental message because I'm the old president of the BC Mountaineering Club. I'm from the interior. I am very respectful of our landscape and our wildlife. We'll be talking a lot more about that. We're going to be talking about a wholesale new okay. approach to housing and transit to make sure that people can actually afford to get by. Because, Mike, there's one question that I ask everybody. 
Are we going to be the first generation to watch people under 35 have their standard of living go down? This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Because that's what's happening right now. There are all kinds of people out there who see their goals just vaporizing in front of their noses. Their dreams are failing. we got to do better than this, and it's failing under the NDP. Let's go right to your calls. Philip in Vancouver, hi. Oh, good morning, Mike. I... A comment I have is that, you know, we have a thousand or more police officers in Vancouver. Why couldn't they just go in and clear out that intersection? If you'll remember, many years ago, we had a, a peaceful demonstration in Gastown, and they sent out horses and everything to do it. And I'm quite sure that if I sat in a chair in the middle of Broadway and Camby, I'd be removed in no time. Yeah. Let's get on this and clear them out, and maybe okay. get our prime minister back to look after this natural national disaster we have going right now okay thank thank you for the call well i think they're showing great restraint to say the least and they don't want to make the situation worse but do you think the police should be moving in well it's interesting that certain police forces take certain approaches vancouver police take the view that we're never going to get too fussed about inconvenience or property crime but they'll prevent violent crime they do a good job of that the amount of violent crime in vancouver is actually fairly low but when protesters like those bicycle guys from Hub a couple of years ago used to say, oh, this Friday we're going to be screwing you around in downtown Vancouver by riding around You mean the, criti- the critical mass group yeah, that yeah. used to clog the streets with cyclists? Yeah. And the police tolerate them because it's transient. They've given you some notice. You can arrange your, give yourself an extra hour if you've got to get yeah. to the airport or get home for your kids' There's no, There's game. been no warning with these blockades. Yeah, really. these things are totally different. Yeah. There's also the random marches downtown banging drums and stuff, which last for about an hour and go down different streets. You can make your way around them with a tr- bit of traffic warning. This one yesterday was a strategic blockade of the biggest ambulance route in Western Canada and the biggest transit route in Western Canada, and it went on for, what, 14 hours? That is not acceptable. We have to have reasonable limits on this uh, public expression So you think the police should have moved in and cleared the most side? I think that Camby Corridor, you know, at Broadway needs to be kept clear. And they could have done some more containment work. I'm not a police officer. I'm not the mayor of Vancouver. But I was deeply disappointed in how they handled it. Let's go to Eddie in Surrey. Hi, Eddie. Eddie. Hello, uh, hello hi Mr. There. Wilkinson. I just, hi. I just wanted to ask you what's being done about the uh, the Fraser River cave-in up. I think it was Big Bar. Is uh, the government not going to do anything about that? Because that's basically a huge catastrophe. Yeah, I was up in Prince George two weeks ago at a fish hatchery, and they had the most recent info, which is it's taken quite a long time to get the contract sorted out, but capable contractors have been engaged to go down and blow up the rocks and find a way to either remove them or level it out so that it's a a gradient that fish can get across. The actual passage last year was terrible. The helicopter transfers were a failure. It did not work out very well. So they're very, very concerned about it. But it is apparently all federal and DFOs doing it, and we sure hope they get it right. Randy and Burnaby, hi. Yeah, I think Andrew has a point. 
Uh, Horgan needs to come out and show some leadership. These are He's got to come and call off the NDP dogs, because that's who these activists are. They're all NDPers collecting government checks. And on, on how that do you know? Side, how do you know that? Come on. Oh, come on. And the sweet irony of Lana Popham being blocked by a feather uh, to get into the legislature. She would have been out. If the B.C. Liberals were in power, she would have been out there with the activists, with a bullhorn. And uh, <laughs> this has got to stop. Enough's enough. NDP's got to call off their dog. Well, look, you know, I'll tell you who controls the legislature precinct officially. It's not Horgan. It's not the NDP. It's supposed to be the speaker. Guy yeah. named Daryl Plekis, and last time he checked, he was a former liberal MLA. Well, uh, before you guys kicked him He's out of the Liberal hard, Party, kicked him what? out. He left in a cloud of dishonor to go and sit as an independent because he wanted to be. the Well, NDP what do you speaker. think? What do you think of his performance on on these protests? Do you think they should have had a? He should have had a better plan. Maybe some fencing to protect the entrances. Yeah, there or probably something? should have been a better plan because these. Uh, Agitators, not the protesters, mostly students. They're just doing their democratic work. But the agitators are going around the night before the clipboard taking notice of all the entrances. They should yes. have had advance warning to keep an entrance clear. But coming back to your speaker's point there, the caller's yes. point, Mike, when's the last time that John Horgan came on an open line radio program in CKNW? I don't recall, but I will say that we did ask him to come on today and he was not available. Yeah, how convenient. Okay, because I, I knew people were going to say, oh, you're putting Wilkinson on for half an hour and giving him free publicity. We did ask for Horgan. Uh, hey, you don't come to this voluntarily. You only come when Mike Smith forces you to answer every question he's got in mind. <laughs> One more question and squeeze it in fast. Ed in Surrey. Uh, yeah, I just caught your comment there where you uh, made a comment that liberals should be in the ballot box a little bit longer. I totally concur. And I, can you refresh my memory? Wasn't it on the ICBC back in maybe 2009, 2010, well, they had a fire of about 200 uh, executives that they didn't need that uh, seemed to accumulate. I'm only stepping on you because we only have 30 seconds left, but ICBC, you continue to take heat on that. Yeah, the NDP created this thing 45 years ago. It was supposed to take the profits away from the evil insurance companies and give it to the people. That's what the BC Liberals did the, once that the ICBC turned a profit. Now it's losing money hand over fist. Guess who pays? You, the taxpayer, because the NDP okay. have mismanaged it. And Thank now they say they're going to give you 400 bucks back, just like they gave you 400 bucks back as a renter. Don't believe it. Thanks for coming in. Thank you, Mike. That is Andrew Wilkinson, leader of the B.C. Liberal Party. He had lots of calls there. If you didn't get through, phone the buzz line 604-331-2899.